0: Good morning guys, it's 8:11. I hope you're doing well on this nice morning, it's here in Guelph, Ontario, it's pretty, uh, it's one of those kind of mucky days, but um, yeah, I'm feeling great, um, got to bed uh, pretty early last night, so waking up, actually yeah, I didn't wake up with an alarm this morning, so feeling pretty, feeling pretty good, I definitely feel better when I wake up with an alarm because it doesn't interrupt the pattern, um, so hoping to have a good morning as well. Hey guys, how's it going? So I'm just heading, just got my tire fixed, heading back to uh, to Guelph. And on the way I was listening to a podcast, um, two podcasts by Gary V actually. So he was giving a keynote in Copenhagen. Um, and then I was reading uh, an article by Ron, Ryan Holiday, um, an author. And they ironically both actually were talking about the same thing. And one of the biggest ones that really got my attention again were influences, right? And this is something that they talk a lot about at Make Your Mark and really everywhere. Like I think everyone's not everyone, but I think a vast majority of people that I follow have all agreed that probably the most impactful thing on your success is the is the people you hang out with, is the people you allow to influence you, right? And ironically, this is actually probably one of the things that people, people I think pay the least attention to is the, is, I mean, there's, there's the people that are like, you know, you get the in inclination that you like this or you don't like that or whatever it is. Um, but I think there's very few people who actually make an act like a concerted focused effort to say, okay, I'm going to hang out with this person. And we're not going to hang out with that person. Um, I want to be around this person. This person is positive. I should spend time around that person. It's just, I feel like so many of us are just focused on like, this person makes me feel good right now. And often ironically, People that make you feel good in the short term are often, uh, at, at bare minimum, they're on the same level, but oftentimes they're actually lower in terms of. And, I, and I'm again, I'm not talking about a status scale. What I'm talking about is um, lower in terms of you know levels of ambition, hunger, desire, interest, goals, whatever, dreams, all that stuff. They typically are lower because those people make us more, more feel more comfortable, and often they make us feel better about ourselves, right? But the problem is, again, you're the average of the five people who spend the most time around, right? Again, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, everyone um, says that. And so it, it comes down to, again, if you're spending time with people who are on the same level, or again, most of the time it's lower, what iner- inevitably happens is you're pulled down, right? You're pulled down. And it's not it's not like they're specifically trying to pull you down, it's just, again, that's their mindset, that's the way they're thinking, right? Again, it's like, if you spend time, most of your time around people who are thinking negatively, or frustrated, or pissed off, or they eat, you know crappy foods and they don't exercise and they're not really they're they're, they're very negative you will end up being that way right it's just, it's just inevitable right whereas if you spend most of your time around people who are positive excited motivated driven ambitious you'll go the same way right that's that's one of the reasons why I'm so glad I went to Queens because um, again even though I don't feel like the actual teaching experience was very good I feel like the the people I was able to hang around with again young ambitious kind of the young energy smart intelligent all that stuff and again I'm not saying that's not with other schools but I think at Queens it was definitely a, a big benefit um, and again a big benefit same thing with uh, with uh, student works right because again I went out. I spent the summer doing tree planting, right? So all my time was spent around these. You're literally living in isolation with a bunch of uh, tree planters, right? And their mindset was chill. You know, I'm going to work hard today, and then I'm going to go home and smoke weed. You know, I'm going to spend all my money getting getting drunk. Um, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to just work here. People should pay me. I'm going to go in EI and and all this stuff. And that was their mindset, right? And <clears throat> versus you know got you know student works. <clears throat> excuse me. The mindset, the values is work hard, play hard. You know, you only get paid for what you produce, um, just all these incredible values that really come down to just production, do the work, get off your ass, make things happen. And I'm very, very happy and 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 thankful that I was able to get involved in that environment. Right. And so I think, you know, honestly, one of the big things I've struggled with is probably not having an environment like that. Um, you know, cause again, like the last year or two, um, I was very, very heavily involved in landmark. And again, I love landmark. I think it's a fantastic program. Um, and they were focused on more of the holistic lifestyle as in like where are you feeling a lack of power, freedom, and false self-expression and they were less financially oriented than the student works people, right? So again, I think there's a healthy balance but I think the area that I've been struggling with right now is finding a group of people who are on the same level of motivation and drive as me um, and really being influenced by them, right? So that's that's something I'm putting a lot of conscious effort into and I'm, I'm commit. excuse me, I'm committed to doing that. So again, my mission now being focused on, you know, education transformation, I think, you know, the five influences I've I've decided I really want to spend my time being influenced by are Sal Khan, who who created uh, Khan Academy, um, Tony Robbins, Peter Diamendez, Elon Musk, and Gary Vee, right? And I think these people, these five individuals are, and again, I'm obviously going to do more, but I really want to focus on those individuals. So super, super impactful. Um, That's my segment for now. All right, how's it going, guys? I would really like to figure out how I could get... I'm not sure when, you make, when I record a segment, I can't figure out how to get it to stop, right? Like even as I'm talking right now, my old segment I just recorded is continuing to playing. So that's kind of pissing me off. I gotta figure out how to do that. Hey guys, so it is 2.40. I'm out for a walk here. So I just got my tire back on my car, uh, van, so I got wheels again. Um, so one of the things that I found really helpful uh, in terms of productivity Is because you know, before you know what I used to do productivity wise is I'd make a massive list. I'm a a huge list guy naturally, just love kind of taking a list and then check, 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 check. Um, My issue was I'd end up making these huge lists, right? And I'm not sure about you, but my thing was basically I'd have a list that you know I would would get one thing done, and then in the process, I'd add like two or three things onto it. And so it was this ever-expanding like, list, and it just really brought my energy down because it was frustrating, it was annoying, and I was just like, this is annoying because I never can feel like a win. And then at the end of the day, I'd always feel like, oh, I, never, I didn't really accomplish much. And so it was just it was kind of this negative feedback loop, and what I'd started to end up feeling was I'd go on these really big rushes where I'd get a lot of stuff done, but then what I also would end up doing is I'd have this list, and then I'd say, okay, cool, well, You know what what's next on the list and then i'd say okay well that one's kind of hard and i look farther down the list and say oh that one's easy i can do that really quick because my game was i want to i wanted basically because i my happiness or my feeling of success was uh correlated with how many items i got checked off my checklist um and so obviously even if the item was really small i felt a lot better because i was like oh i got so much done you know if you got if you've had one of those days where you have this massive to-do list and it's just like check 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 and you have like 100 things checked off at the end of the day the thing though is, the problem is, um, you know, as again, I've, we've talked about before, is one thing on that list could be worth all the others combined, right? And this is the entire idea of focus. Um, and so, what I uh, what I realized was, you know, that list kind of model was not working very well because it really motivated me to get um, a lot of things done which didn't necessarily mean I was actually being productive. It just meant I could be necessarily doing things efficiently, right? Same thing is like, um, Uh, my friend, uh, yeah, like, like basically it's kind of like I used to focus on, okay, I want to be as efficient as possible. And so it's okay. Well, if I'm going to go out for an outing, I want to go out when I have like three things to do instead of just one. So I save the gas and the time and all that stuff. The problem is a lot of times I'd be like, okay, I really need to get this thing done. This thing's important, right? But I don't really want to go out when there's other things to do. And so I couldn't put that off. and then sometimes I'd go out and say, oh, well, I'm out now, I should just do this and this and this and this, and they are often low priority items, right? So what would end up happening is at the end of the day, the week, the month, the year, whatever it is, I'd end up having gotten a ton of quote unquote stuff done, but the actual results I was getting, the the, the production I was producing was a lot smaller than I thought I should, or I wanted to, or whatever, right? And that was because I was focusing on quantity over quality, and I was focusing on uh, production, I was focusing over, on efficiency over production, right? And so what that made me realize was, okay, this clearly doesn't work, like it's it's not it's not a good idea to do that, right, like what I need, I need to have focus and I need to only focus on what's most important. And I listened to a talk by Darren Hardy, it was fantastic, called The Super, uh, The Secrets of Super Achievers, and he essentially laid down that essentially with super achievers, they literally, their, their entire thing is do less do more of less, right? Meaning that they literally, like Warren Buffett, for example, Warren Buffett's strategy is he literally writes all his priorities, all his, all his items, everything needs to get done. And then he takes the three top priorities and he literally throws the rest of the list away, right? It's just not even like, oh, we might get through those later. Oh, this might happen later. It's just like, no, screw that. Everything else is gone. It's only these three things, right? Steve Jobs, you got Steve Jobs, right? came in you know originally Apple when he when he took over was uh, when he came back after being kicked out they were doing tons of different projects to s- super scattered right and he said okay screw all this stuff we're gonna focus on one product at one time and that's why he put all of his energy and again he always had rogue groups going off doing the you know kind of like the stuck skunkworks idea but he always had one focus that was like, okay, this is where we're gonna go. This is what we're gonna do. Uh, you know, and again, that's why we're gonna do the iPod, right? And then we're gonna do the, you know, the iPhone, and then we're gonna do the iPad and all this stuff, right? And you um, know, Richard Branson, right? Like, you know, there's this, I, well, I'm not gonna go into his story right now, but essentially, same thing. He literally, he's a huge uh, uh, delegator, right? And his entire thing is focus, 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 focus. You know, these core like one, two, three strategic priorities, right? Um, Dan Solomon, strategic coach, it comes down to you're gifted and, and really, really talented at three things and only three things and your goal should be therefore just only focus on those three things and bring other people onto your team who can do the other things, right? So I will be back. Okay, so... So that, that kind of, uh, idea, you know, again, that's always really been been helpful for me again, cause I'm, I also find I, I very, very love focus. Like there's some people who love the idea of kind of this and that and a million different things going on. I don't do very well with that, right? I much prefer the single kind of laser focused. Um, cause then I can feel, I can see momentum, I can see progress. And so, yeah, like, I think that's one of the main things I've been, I, I struggled with a lot is just kind of this general idea. So many different ideas, passion, stuff like that. Um, and so for me, that, that's why, again, I think I've been, I've been really enjoying this idea of, okay, like I'm going to let, you know, for example, CrossFit, even though I love it, I'm addicted, it's amazing. Um, I'm going to let that go right now. Cause again, that's not my number one priority. That's, you know, I love to do it. I'd love to pad it to my schedule, but it's not my number one priority. Right. So, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, the number one impact I want to have on the world is education transformation. Right. And ever since I had that break, breakthrough with Bruce, um, that's what I want to spend my time and energy on. Right. So it's been really helpful. And then just looking at the problem. Okay. Like you know, the, the main reason I haven't done that in the past and why I'm currently not doing it right now, for example, um, is because again, the focus is I need to make sure I can cover my bills or make money. So how can I do that? Well, I can do what I've been spending the last six years developing a skill at, which is, you know, which is, uh, you know, helping people actually, um, paint, right. You know, painting houses, your next year, all that kind of stuff that can develop that skill. Plus there's a lot of other services we can do. Like there's the, again, the window cleaning, gutter cleaning, Christmas, snow shoveling, also all, all sorts of different services. Right. And the reality is, you know, again, I could do it the one way I've been doing it, which is build a big business, which takes a lot of time, but I make more money or I can focus on again, because the biggest asset I think I have right now is the, is the reality is if I, if I can spend more time in the education scene doing that, I think that's ultimately where I'm going to win. And so I think what would make a lot more sense is, focus on again cover my bills and then spend all my time in education focus right because that's ultimately where i'm going to go and again if i could get a way to actually start making my money and covering my bills and you know be getting to that point where i can handle myself financially in the education space i would totally do it right so so given that so again cover bills priority number one so we can actually survive and then number two is spend my time in education transformation right um so given that what are the best options available right now well, well again as i've been saying guelph is an option the problem with guelph is although there is again demographics, there's obviously people who can afford it. It's not typically the best demographic for for what I'm offering, um, like higher ends, um, higher end painting, and other services, right? Um, so I again I was I did some homework on this, and that's why I like the idea of London. It seemed like a good option, um, but then I was basically like, well, I don't really want to spend my time building up a building up a painting business. I want to spend my time on online online stuff, and then I moved to Guelph because I wanted to spend time with Dominic about that. But after doing the numbers, I uh, like I think the best option is actually Oakville. And the reason is, is because I don't actually plan on spending a whole ton of time doing running a painting business. Right. But if I were to Oakville seems like a really, really good opportunity. I've been told about by many people from the demographics and the research I've done, it seems like an amazing opportunity. Plus it's also Oakville uh, closer to Toronto, right? Which I, again, Toronto is amazing for many opportunities. It's obviously got a a big population, lots of ambitious people. So I feel like it'd be, it'd be smart to move closer to there. So that's really where I want to focus is Oakville. So that being said, okay, cool. Now we're in Oakville. The key thing is, okay, I need to find someplace that I can get in there sustainably, right? And the reason why I've kind of been avoiding that is like, well, it's a little bit less expensive to be in Guelph. But I mean, if you, if I really look at the, the stats on that, it's really not true, right? And again, if I focus on the fact that, hey, I'm going to do focus on doing work myself, and then whenever needed, I can always bring bring people down, I think that would ultimately make a lot more sense, right? So again, someone like Gabriel, it's okay, okay, where, where can we find something to say, okay, You know, you can have, let's say, this vehicle or whatever you need. Um, um, And in the meantime, I'm just going to focus on working with my van, right? And you know, the nice thing with what we worked in the van, we can have all the snow removal equipment I need in there. Um, I can do all my personal painting, Um, and that's really simple. It's just go out, do the work, do the jobs, get it done. Um, and then again, I can spend my time doing more, you know, education focused things. And then again, who knows maybe in the next, uh, and again, I, I think make your mark is a great opportunity, uh, possibility, um, that may end up changing. And then again, we're, we're done, right. We don't, to, we don't need to worry about vehicles and transportation and all that stuff because I'll be focused on, um, a bigger, a bigger scope like that. So that's where I'm really looking. I just, I like the idea of, of developing something in some place like Oakville again, because it's more laid back. I think there's going to be a good opportunity there for someone like myself. Um, and, uh, and again, it's not a bad thing. Like I don't mind being in Canada, you know, cause again, my, my big, I, I really want to get out of the snow and get out of the cold weather. So next year I'd really like to be somewhere warm, like the, like the Southern States, um, you know, or, or something where different, which is why, again, the idea of an online business, uh, really intrigued me. But, um, you know, during the summer, Canada's awesome. So, yeah. So given that, I'm um, really ultimately where I want to be spending my time. So given that, you know, long term, it makes most of sense. Okay, let's go do some study. Let's go spend some time actually uh, reaching out to people, seeing who we know what we can do in the Oakville area. Um, again, we only need a short term rental, like three to four months, you know, basically it'll be January, February, March, um, and potentially April, right? The nice thing with snow shoveling is I only do it till April. Um, I guess I could do it as a one off. And then I guess long term looking at that, um, what I could do in the meantime, is again like there's you know you can start painting and all sorts of stuff in April and there's typically people who want to get their house sold in May so it's a pretty good opportunity so I think that makes a lot of sense and then again a worst-case scenario if things don't work out and they end up staying in the area then yeah Oakville would be great and then I can just do that through the summer and then basically it comes September um, I think that would make a lot more sense right um, and again if there's any conflict I can always do other services again like gutter cleaning window cleaning all that stuff there's lots of options so um, yeah. So cool, cool opportunity. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, and the cool thing about that too is I can actually spend time developing an online actual like building up my online business and doing exactly what you know Gary's been talking about, which is building a brand, right? Um, so I can utilize all the tips I'm learning, actually implement them. So I can actually start doing stuff to build up that kind of business, help people in that area. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's just going to be a win situation. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. So yeah, life's good. Life's good. Um, so yeah, so the, the most important thing I could do then is spend time, you know, uh, first of all, scour the internet, right? Cause that seems like the best op- op- option. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so, internet would be first. So go look at, you know, Kijiji, all these places, see if you can find something. Second would be reach out to, uh, some more network people. Um, third would be actually going physically in person and then go see if you can find some options like city hall or stuff like that, who might have a renting association. And then I think, you know, number four would be, uh, you know what I should do is I should, I should message James uh, James and James and, uh, James and Sam and ask them about where the best place, if I'm looking for a place in Oakville, where the best place to find like a three to four month rental would be. And then another option would be going to the actual community like churches and stuff like that and community centers. Um, And given that, what actually probably would make a lot of sense as well is print off a bunch of flyers and go actually physically put them in these different environments. Um, I think that would make a lot of sense. So yeah, so that's my my focus. That's where I'm gonna spend my time. And again, the thing is like, um, given the situation with Christmas coming up, like I'm only really gonna be in, uh, you know, I'm probably gonna be spending time in London between like the 22nd and pretty much the 2nd of January. So um, there really isn't much value to being in Guelph for the next little while, um, but who knows? Given that, I'm not really not sure, we'll see, I guess, so. Anyways, that's what's up, so I'm gonna head back in, that's my one thing right now, is find accommodation in Oakville, um, pretty ideally starting in January, and going from there. Okay, ciao. What's up, guys? All right, so 524, had a good chunk. Um, just actually watched the, uh, the launching of the SpaceX rocket, which was pretty freaking sick. Um, They literally, if you hadn't seen it, um, basically they launched it off um, and the bottom separated like a normal rocket, but the difference is uh, the bottom rocket then actually fell back down to Earth and literally re-landed. So it's actually like reusable, um, which is pretty, pretty freaking awesome. Like that's, you know, it's kind of like for those of you who don't know much about space travel, like that's kind of the key, you know, like if we can get to a situation where we can have Reusable rockets for launching that saves like an enormous amount, an enormous amount of the launch costs, which brings space travel makes much space travel so much more reusable. Um, it's kind, of, it's basically like for for example, if, imagine every every single time you went on a airplane uh, flight and then they threw the airplane out at the end of the uh, at the end of the flight and they had to build a new one every single flight. That's kind of what's been happening in space travel is they literally throw out a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the components to the, to the, to the rockets. So it's super, super expensive. And then you got NASA, which is like super regulated and just very bureaucratic. And so it's just really expensive. So, um, I'm just super pumped about that. So that was awesome. Um, but yeah, just out for a walk here, uh, clearing my mind. Again, I've talked about this before, but I just find it so helpful. Uh, again, when you're on, like when I'm low energy or I'm feeling kind of uh, bored or whatever. Like my old habit would be like, okay, let's go watch some YouTube videos or, you know, let's just, you know, binge on social media. Um, And that can be fine. But the problem is I find a lot of times when I do that, I start to binge on like a ton of stuff and it gets into one of those things where you end up like I end up spending like six hours on like YouTube, just watching clip after clip after clip. Um, Because the thing is what I realized is social media wise or, or anything like that, it's still stimulating your brain, right? So if you're tired... Or, I mean, if you're bored, it's a little bit different. But if you're if you're tired, which for me is normally the case, is when I, because when I'm in a low energy state, that's when I normally don't feel like being productive or doing work. So when I feel uh, tired or kind of disengaged, if I go and do, again, watch videos or whatever, um, it typically stimulates my brain still, which doesn't really allow me a break or a chance to do anything. And also, typically, what's happening is um, when you're working, you forget to do, you know, breathe really. Like it sounds weird, of course, you're breathing. But you forget to do deep breathing exercises, and as a result, there's a lack of oxygen. Um, your body's not really being used much because you're sitting in one place. Typically, most of us anyways. So it's just it's not very it's not very conducive for your physiology, and so as a result, you tend to tire, right? So that's why that's one of the reasons I love walking. Right? And you don't have to do walking; you could do you know push-ups or anything like that. But anything to get the blood moving, get the body changed. know, change your posture, but I like, I like walking because again, it allows me to do things like this, allows me to change my environment. Uh, There's typically less distractions, Um, you know, change the temperature, especially, especially right now because it's so cold. (laughs) Uh, I think it's like negative 10 or something out here, but um, no, so pretty, pretty pumped about that. And then yeah, I'm actually, I'm really excited about the uh, the Oakville apartment thing. I thought that was going to be a lot harder because based on my past searches, but no, it looks like there's a lot of options available. So I'm super pumped about that, which means I should be able to get an Oakville and set up there by January 1st, um, which would be sick because then I can really focus in on my business, and then I can, you know, as a result of that, jump in onto uh, educational transformation. So, so that's where I'm at, guys. So yeah, I'm just gonna go for a walk. Hope you guys are having a great day, and talk soon.